It's on. Oh. Here we go. Episode 28. We got a special guest with us. RC from Heavy Metal Forever is going to be giving us all the rundown of Ink Fest. He's also going to have a great segment at the end of this podcast that I can't wait for. It's going to be great. We got with us, as always, Nick. And he is Hola. chugging down an ice cold one here with us <laughs> on this uh, fine evening. Recording good, our, man. Recording our podcast to Scotia early this week. It'll be coming out on Wednesday. We're going to be hitting the road before that, so it comes out of Scotia early here today. But before we get started with what I want to get started with, uh, walk us through what you're drinking. You were telling me about it. It's something that was new that I hadn't heard of. So walk us through what you're uh, you're drinking today. Oh, I mean, I got a – it's from Boulevard Brewery out in Kansas. So I got a KC Pills is what they called it. Uh, I had it at this one bar that we were at in the bachelor party that I went to down in Kansas City a couple weeks ago. But it's honestly really good. You can find it at Hy-Vee's. You can probably find it at Walmart. But it's just – it's like a brewery beer. And I, I kind of like my IPAs and my brewery beers. So it's got a point IPA, there it is. Yeah. So it's a Kansas City lager. On that note, you know, last episode you did a TikTok trend mixing Mountain Dew with Bush Light. I said, Shockingly good. I said, hey, you know what would be better than that is mixing it with the greatest pop of all time, and that's Mountain Dew Code Red. And that's what we got here. We got a big old two-liter of Mountain Dew Code Red yes, and sir. a 12-ounce uh, bush light that's floating around on a Pokemon coin coaster, fun fact. <laughs> so we did find a use for those. I know I kind of ragged on it last time about how they were unnecessarily large, but if you uh, put seltzers and you can put bush light on it so hey it's not completely useless hell yeah so we're gonna start off here rc's recording us and we're gonna dump probably half our you know this show is not known for its mathematics skills no it is not <laughs> oh yeah the, mountain the dew code red Tried to crack it open next to the thing. I'm going to have to put you down so I don't spill this everywhere. Our bush light. <laughs> simmering down. Just work that cinematography, RC. <laughs> that seems like about half. Shout out to Bebops and their amazing cup for this. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, we... uh. We take our cups we use. We, we we took a long time to consider this. It's got a double straw, too, for those that uh, won't see the video. It's got a double straw, and it's ice-cold. Well, ice-cold bush latte, less than ice-cold Mountain Dew Code Red. We're going to give it a swirl. The foam is to the top. It is, it's stout foam. You take a look at that Hell foam. It. I mean, that's, that's a that lot. Get that head on. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big head on there, no doubt. Kind of like the color of it. It's definitely got a the reddish color again. I don't know how you can tell that on the video, but that's uh, almost like. I was gonna say it was probably almost like a red beer, like what you would just do, like mixing tomato juice with beer. So here we go. I mean, this has got to be good. I like both of these, so I'm a little concerned that Code Red's not cold enough, but. That is perfection. I love it. 
I love it. You can taste, you know, you talked about last time you couldn't taste the beer. I can taste the bush flavor. A little bit. Yeah, it, it's, like I said, mixing it was not an exact science. But yep. it also has that kick of code red behind it. I'm glad we tried this. You confirmed code red. It. You confirmed Mountain Dew original. I confirmed code red. And there we go. So it Next is. Next we're going to have uh, to do like Baja Blast or something. Ooh, Baja Blast with Bush Light to, could definitely Might go have to try that it. one. There you go. We have become now alcohol is part of our show. So have you tried the, <laughs> either of the new Baja flavors? No. No, no we uh, have not. But I'm going to go run and get those. And we're going to put RC on the camera, and we got two flavors. Okay, we're not going to put RC on the camera, but I'll be right back. <laughs> we're going to grab two uh, two flavors, and we're going to try it live here. I believe it's mango, and one is um, pineapple, I believe. What is mango? Oh, boy. Yeah, a mango one. Mango is hit or miss for me when it comes to like drinks. Like White Claws, I don't even do White Claws, but like the mango ones aren't horrible. I've tried the pineapple one. The pineapple one, solid like seven. It's pretty good. Not as good as the original. (laughs) And the mango one, I've never tried. All right. So, full disclosure, we're not recording RC. RC doesn't want to be camera shy. Too cool. Or too cool. One or the other. Man, that bush light and code red is solid money. Dude, I was gonna say those mix is like or those like mixed together is so weird. Like you wouldn't think it tastes good, but it's just it's well, fire. I absolutely love code red, so Yeah. But yeah, so now we've spent six minutes talking about how great code red and bush light are. Let's just turn this into a sampling episode before we get to Inkfest and Motley Crew. We've got Baja Gold. It's Baja mixed with pineapple. Oh, boy. It's got a sick design, a parrot with a pirate's hat on, and it's got a bunch of, you know, pineapple, and it's got literal gold on it. RC has some mango thing. I made him uh, taste the mango one because I don't like mango. The flavor is just not good. So. Oh, there it is. There it is. So, you know, Baja is pretty solid. Pineapple is pretty solid. You know, Pineapple Fanta. You like that? As RC's phone goes bing bong in the background. I'm required to do that when it does that, so. <laughs> bing bong. Solid money. So I was going to say, do you think they're going to come out with hard sell, like the Mountain Dew hards with all these new flavors? I mean, they should. They definitely should. So RC is up. That might be a record high for this show. Of how many cans have been opened. That's four <laughs> cans and a bottle of pop, so we're doing good. <laughs> and a bottle of Boulevards. Way better than the pineapple one. Oh, mango, terrible. Here, take a sip, Dad. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> better than it the pineapple It smells, one. it has a stout mango scent to it. Eight out of ten. I've never felt so much pressure. Um, I will say (laughs) I don't hate it as much as I thought I would. So it's Baja Mango Gem. It's got uh, it's an orange, you know. That's the color mango is. So 
It's got all these cool gem things. We're going to take pictures of these and send them to our uh, good old social media platforms. But, yeah, RC's got the mango. I still think pineapple's better, but that's because I like pineapple flavor. And there you go. Eight minutes of this podcast has been spent reviewing all kinds of beverages. And, well, hey, they're all good. And, you know, now that the Code Red and Bush Light has simmered down, the head has gone down. You know what would go good with a Mountain Dew? Oh, boy, what's that? Big Mac! One, oh, three! <laughs> what the hell? We're going to get into what? that, too. That's part what of this show. What is going on? Uh, well, we're going to keep you in suspense on that one. You know, I, right. I'm impressed. He was able to hold that back for eight and a half minutes. <laughs> I'm genuinely impressed. So I don't even know what he was holding back. Uh, I barely well, even heard it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is. Uh, you're you're gonna. You're definitely gonna want to not miss that. So, with that, Speaking we're gonna. This, I'm scrolling through my or my Instagram right now too, and somebody else is trying Mountain Dew and Bush Light. This is going everywhere, man. You know what? I uh, if it's half as good as Code Red and Bush Light, I mean Mountain Dew is solid. And it turns out, so I mixed this way lighter than I thought I did. Looking at the yeah. two liter bottle, I didn't put much Code Red in it. So you put like just enough, just enough. And it flavored it and it was a solid money. So with that, 10 minutes into this podcast, we're going to get into the main attraction, if you will. We've got RC from Heavy Metal Forever. Did a great job shooting a video for the trial of the mixture. And uh, we'll talk about some of the numbers for Heavy Metal Forever before we get into this. Get a load of this page likes follows now you know we had him on i don't know it's been a while ago we were talking about it but forty three thousand six hundred and eighty four likes on the page Holy crap wait wait till you listen to this number followers fifty one thousand six hundred and ninety seven holy shit dude yeah yeah he's a big deal and he's on our podcast so there you go i mean <laughs> You got to check out his, uh, he's got an Instagram too, and we'll talk about why that's significant to today, but him and I have the same opinion of Instagram as it turns out. Not good. So we'll talk about why I brought up Instagram here today, and we'll get to that. But now, Inkfest 2022, it's nearly here. By the time this is released, it'll be two days away. When we're recording this, it's about five days away. Who's your top five you can't wait to see? <sighs> top five, can't oh. wait to see. I'm going to pull this up here. You know, for me, three of a dead man's up there for sure. Corn, I think, choice. will be will be uh, solid. I want to say Daughtry, just to yank your chain, but I'm not going to put him in the top <laughs> five because that's, that's not what we're doing. One of the smaller bands, nearly spent. I'll be excited to see them. Uh, and then... See their Lamb of God, I guess. You know, I'm not straying far from the headliners. I know that's not the the, the pretty mainstream to go, but both of those will be uh, good for sure to see. So let's hear your top five. I'm sure it's a lot more interesting than mine. So I'm going to start off with War for Sunday. W-O-R, War. They're pretty cool. Um, and then Seether, there's two. Avatar, Nothing More, and Probably Dead. Uh, there's my top five. I'm super excited for Seether. So there you go. We're looking at uh, 
each day, walking through some of the things here. On Friday, main headliner. You Boy, your phone is loud. That's another bing bong. That's bing two bong. bing bongs on this show. Man, Terry just won't turn that phone off. It's all those notifications he's getting about his page. Anyway, so Corn, Papa Roach, Three Days Grace are the big three for Friday. RC's favorite. He just won't admit it. Daughtry also plays. That's the one. <laughs> RC can tell you a great story about how Daughtry became a thing with this. Oh, Lord. Uh, so they were hyping up all these, like, cool other bands, and we got Daughtry, and they were, like, announcing, like, Tenacious D and, like, all this other stuff at different festivals and building up the hype for either Tenacious D or Hollywood Undead, and then... Uh, I guess those two bands were busy that weekend, and we got Daughtry. Damn, Which, Hollywood Undead would have been fun. I get to see them August uh, 16th or 17th, I think. And they're nice. With, they're with Papa Roach. It's going to be sweet. When Ooh, I that'll say, be a great show. When I say he basically lives on the road when he's not working, that's not, far from, that's not far from an, ex- from an exaggeration. Man, if there's time where he's not doing something, pretty much it's a concert. Got four next month. <laughs> well, I mean, this stretch here, I mean, you went to As I Lay Dying in Whitechapel on Friday. You've got Motley Crue on Thursday. And then you got a festival. I mean, it's hard to pack much more concert-wise into a, you know an eight-day span. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot that you got going for you there, bud. Oh, yeah. I really, really but. was hoping Whitechapel would be at the festival. Dude, Whitechapel's amazing live. You need to check them out. Val Air Ballroom, Whitechapel just about took the place out. It was, uh, it was a sight. From the very first opening note all the way till the Saws, the Law, the closing song, the entire floor was a mosh pit. The whole entire, like, what, maybe oh, hour, Lord. hour, ten minutes? It was impressive, you know. It's the closest I've ever been to a mosh pit. You got to see, I don't know what the technical term is, but the, the wall where you run towards each other and, you know. Wall of death. Wall of death. I mean, oh, people, were, people were getting rocked. And, and then, it was it was a sight. And then as, as I lay dying started and... You could tell that it was more like as I lay crying because half the crowd <laughs> left. Ouch. Oh, man. RC's Boom. page is going to have a field day with this if he uh, if they listen to this podcast because there was already a guy. Because RC doesn't hold back when it comes to how he feels about things. He posted about basically, hey, I saw this great concert, went to see Whitechapel, watched one song of As I Lay Dying and was like, all right, that's enough. I've seen enough. I didn't even get all the way through recording that. So when I, like, the very first song and intro, I got, like, maybe 20 seconds of song before I ended it. (laughs) Dude, it was bad. You could tell it was a Whitechapel crowd. And then earlier in the night, Nick, you'll love this. One band opened up with the intro of Pokemon's theme song. Love that. So RC got a great video of that. If you haven't had the chance to check it out, either check it out on Heavy Metal Forever or it's also on the Covert Show Facebook page. That was pretty spectacular. I mean, their in-between song music was weird to me. I mean, it was a lot more poppy than you would have thought it would have been being a deathcore, metalcore, whatever the technical term is, show. It seemed a little poppy in between. 
Also, I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm not going to name the page, but we had a boost in our, like, posts recently with a Slipknot post meme thing that took off. And oh, no. The page that shall not be named tagged the wrong heavy metal forever. So if you guys are listening, which I doubt you are, but if you are. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if wow. You guys Damn. Are listening, Throw us under the oh, bus, man. Wow. Shots fired. I don't follow that wow. page on every single account. Nick is offended. <laughs> it sounds I, like a I'm lot, more, a little bit more than I am. Uh, people, I'm hurt, man. Well, you know, when your page, you know, when you share this to your page, everybody's going to listen. They're, they know that you're on it. So, but yeah, I saw that. That's a, that's a pipe and hot L if I've ever seen one. Yeah. With Damn. insult to injury. Yeah. Tagged them, commented it personal like messaged them got ignored every single time <laughs> they didn't fix it sad yeah that's a uh it's not good rc so. is that the one where the is that the one where the grandparents are wearing the slipknot shirts because they thought they were knitting shirts <laughs> no not not that one um it was Damn it. Uh, um uh cory taylor is like standing in front of a weather thing and it's like if the rain will kill us all and it's like part of a song ah uh, Anyway, on a whole completely anyway. different note, you know who's like theoretically going to be running with Donald Trump in 2024? Oh, jeez. Wow. Oh, Lord. Here we go now. So I heard, I'm not going to name the source, I heard from someone <laughs> that theoretically Donald Trump is going to be running with Bernie Sanders. And I like <laughs> laughed him out of the room. And I'm like, dude, that is like the complete total opposites of what they both want. Well, you know, I'm not going to say much on this because this is not a political podcast, but they're two of the most anti-establishment politicians, whether you like Bernie Sanders or not. He doesn't do what your stereotypical politician does. And we already know that Trump's a wild card through and through. So as crazy as that's and I'm not you know, we're not verifying on this show that that's exactly a thing. But if it happens to be a thing, maybe it's not as wild as you think it is. Because I know, again, trying to tiptoe around this as much as you can, a good chunk of the population's not happy with Biden. Miss, with Mr. Ron Burgundy reads whatever you put on a teleprompter. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I don't get up, like, get, like, understand what this, like, like, matchup here is one's like super super far left and the other one's super super far right that just doesn't make sense to me that's number three um yeah i mean it doesn't but you're you're to your point one being that way far left and one being far right they're they're both not like what the establishment is Mm -hmm. you could almost say that in some like just hypothetical situation if this were to happen you could see them almost level each other out and like i said it would be the biggest hypothetical ever but yeah, it could you're honestly, not lying like, yeah it could it could level them out like to the point to where like hey we can maybe find whatever possible middle ground there is on something so i mean not a horrible idea but at the same time when you got that far left and that far right it's like okay who's going to war and when are we going <laughs> 
Well, the other thing is, okay, say you do that, and we're already deeper into this than I really wanted to go, but since we're here. Rabbit hole. I mean, it's interesting to think about that because, okay, you've got one far left and one far right. Maybe that's what you need to get everybody to try to, you know, work together any amount better than what we're doing now, which is nothing at all. And maybe that's enough to kind of, you know, start repairing the polarization that's happened and been happening. I was going to say, the polarization's been happening since 1776. Well, there's been a lot of things in the last 10 years that have certainly uh, sped up that process, but, you know, that is an interesting pairing. Wow, For sure. And, uh... Well, RC We're RC. ten days into July and I've already exceeded my plans data. <laughs> what? Wow. Oh, that's not good. Dude, I'm not even he's that going I'm not on, even that bad on my data. Man. He's going on. on a trip where he's gotta record video and use his Bing Bong, that's number four. Bing bong. I'm gonna write this down. I'm gonna forget here in a Damn, little bit. So dude. Bing Bong. Ten days in. I get that I don't have like internet in my apartment and stuff, but <laughs> dang dude. So that's Dude. four bing bongs for those keeping track. Oh, I'll tell you right now. So like last week, it was the last day of our cycle. Like it was 11, probably it was like 11:15, and I got we had gotten a text because me and my parents still like shared a data plan because I'm getting a new phone hopefully within the next couple of weeks and then getting on like my own plan with unlimited, and so we have like I think it's eight gigs between us. <laughs> It's me and my dad who... I burned through 35 in 10 days. <laughs> and that's supposed Holy to be shit. unlimited. Oh, he, so here's what happened. He's not done. He's not, like, cut off. But once you exceed that 35, it slows down to dinosaur speed. It's bad. Well, it's about How as bad as my... How did you... Oh, my gosh. He lives on his phone. <laughs> He didn't build that 51,000 follower empire overnight. Yeah. No shit. Facebook is always running, no matter, like, what. It's always open and binging and bonging all night. It's bad. <laughs> Man, dude, I we went through we went through eight gigs in a month, and, like, it eight took us down gigs? to the wire, like, wow. both me and my dad, dude, and this was is... still when, like, College World Series was happening, so, like, we were checking Jeez. scores and everything. They were at like a wedding or something, and we finally over <laughs> went over. And it was like eleven thirty when we went over, and we're like, "Really, dude? Eight gigs is chump numbers, dude." <laughs> dude, well, so my mom doesn't know how to, and she probably will. She's not gonna be listening to this, so I can talk talk a little smack. But my mom doesn't really know how to use the internet much on her phone, regardless. <laughs> well, that helps the eight gigs, I guess. Yeah, so me and my dad basically split half of it. My mom, but the bad part is, that but you have, have internet her... too. There is oh, one. Yeah. There is one thing here. RC doesn't have internet. I sure don't. <laughs> he's he's too cheap to buy internet. See, when base when I was still playing baseball and we were on the buses, man, that was hard because yeah. all of the people that I talk to are pretty much over Snapchat or like Instagram, and I'm constantly bang bong, stuff. bing bong, and so I'm like constantly checking everything. And bus rides were tough because, like, I, I had no no entertainment. Talking about entertainment, you should check out, um, uh, what is it, Quiet Castle. It's an app. It's kind of fun. You're like this. It's that video I sent you earlier, that weird game I sent. So, RC, 
if we do get a video game channel going for the Covert Show, has unofficially agreed to send some games and some gameplay. So there you go. That's Hell one more yeah. person. Quiet Castle's pretty fun. So there you go. Love to see it. So what what exactly is this? I, now that we're here, you're like this little like stick figure guy, and you're like trying to uh, like survive the night, and there's like spooky things trying to eat your ass and shit, and then. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah. What the hell kind of game are you playing? Yeah, you have to. Oh, oh I was not prepared for that. I was taking a sip of my ice cold Mountain Dew Gold Baja, and wow. Yeah, you have to like wow. survive the night and upgrade Woo. stuff to survive. It's pretty fun. That's no bueno, buddy. I wouldn't want to be in that house. I love I'm getting out of there. I'm not running around the house in that game. I'm getting out of the house. <laughs> you're locked in a room oh and you try God. to escape in the room. And oh. <laughs> oh, so that that somehow made it worse. You better look out. That was bad. Eat your butt, dude. Ah, well, <laughs> there you go. Oh, Jeez. That was when I needed to have the camera rolling. I did not expect that. <laughs> yeah, oh my, my yeah, God. me too. I was, you know, we're, we're talking about it, and I'm like, all right, take nice time to take a sip of soda and. <laughs> Well, yeah. A bunch of creepy guys trying to eat your ass. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, good job, gang. You know, I thought we were going to stay focused in this episode, <laughs> nope. but we haven't even gotten to any. We, we like, brushed on one of the topics that we were supposed to talk about. Uh, we talked about the best band performing wow. at Inkfest, Daughtry. Heck, yeah. <laughs> Better than Chevelle, so. God, I hate uh, so. Oh, you loved Chevelle last year. No. <laughs> I was going to say, that awkward stint of hesitation was... He's lying. They were his favorite band. So, anyway, <laughs> what about Vince Meal and his um, uh, teleprompters? Imagine having teleprompters and still missing more than, like, three-fourths of the words. <laughs> like, what's what, why do you even have those? You're just going to miss the words anyway. So oh, I, I, I don't want to make a comment here, but I really want to. Oh, yeah. Oh. Fire. We've already talked about eating ass. I mean, I guess I guess <laughs> it's that kind of show today. I was going to say, if the if the person who's supposed to lead the country can barely read a teleprompter, then why can't a drunk person on stage? <laughs> like, dude, oh, come man. On. This is explicit content to the max today. Oh, mercy. I'm, I'm, like, that was like... <laughs> That's the smallest thing I'll say about it. Good lord! Oh my god! Uh, the best thing would have been is if he would have ended the song or like ended the song with end quote. Repeat the line. <laughs> well, he sings so bad you you couldn't understand him if he did say that. So just, just throwing that out there, he probably would say that. You just wouldn't know. <laughs> All right, so, well, uh, this has been a great segue into what was supposed to be topic number two, but we're going in on this one. We're go Motley Crue, We're baby. talking about Motley Crue. RC and I get to see him on Thursday. RC, and when I say has had a field day with the videos from Motley Crue. Now, for those oh, that boy. don't know, they're on a stadium tour. Motley Crue, a few years back, I don't know how long, had what was supposed to be their final tour. Yeah. And they came back. So they're on tour right now with Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, which will be cool. Poison, they're good. Def Leppard, I've seen them once and am not a fan, even a little. And then Motley Crue. 
So I have a theory. I'm going to go to the show. I'm not going to buy any merch. I'm going to wear my final tour shirt, wait in line for merch, and then when I get to the front, see if they would have a like accept a trade-in of their <laughs> bogus final tour stuff for a new shirt. RC is going oh. to a concert. He spent money on a concert, and he's going to try to protest at said concert, basically. <laughs> so he's oh, got man. two different things going. Where He'll have Motley Crue stuff. He'll walk around. He said he's <laughs> going to walk around before the concert, and he's going to go down the line of people. You want some final tour merch? I've got it on sale. And then the theory you just, and then the other one that you just heard of, he's going to try to trade it in. And he hasn't even touched, he just briefly touched on it earlier when you said you couldn't understand what he was saying. But he has had a field day with Big Mac 103 and good old Vince Meal. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the, like, story that came out where they were like, they all thought how Tommy Lee broke his ribs was because big old Vince Meal tackled him and crushed his McRibs. That's hilarious. I wish that one was true. Oh, man. And then uh, my super fun cover band idea, the Vince Meal experience, <laughs> where I just go up there and sound like a cat just getting, like, ran over and stuff and just, like, huff and puff and sound like ass the whole time. Oh, my god, It's going to be cool. I said, I hope he gets stuck next to the biggest Vince Neal fan at this show we're going to. Because, oh my lord, that would be hilarious. Because I already know he will be at the venue and he will sing along with the songs, but not the actual words. Yeah, so. You're going to have to let us know how much of a zombie McMars is now. He's the helpless. Bang bang bang. Oh, Nick got one. We're up so, to six. So I was like talking to uh, JC here, and my comment to him was, dude, McMars is going to outlive the other three. He's the healthiest looking out of the group. <laughs> bang bong, number two. Wow, that's two bang in a row. That's seven. McMars that's had a disease like half his life looks the healthiest out of all of them. Because uh, Vince Neal is, or Vince Neal is huge now, ain't he? Yeah, he's pretty <laughs> chunky. <laughs> you got him to say Vince Neal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! Yeah. So uh, for those that you know want to see Motley Crue and Def Leppard and Poison and Joan Jett, so you know this will be coming one, out. He's Let's... one Big Mac away from kicking the bucket, dude. <laughs> Singing about the buffet lines and whatnot. <laughs> so, coming up Thursday, he's in Cleveland. Friday's in Cincinnati, and I say he, that's all four of these bands. And then coming up on, so Thursday, Friday, Sunday, they're in Milwaukee. Tuesday of this following week will be in Kansas City. So, later on, they go to Minneapolis. Indianapolis, Toronto, Buffalo, Seattle, San Diego, Phoenix, to name a few. They're in Denver, too, right after their Kansas City show. They are in good old Denver, Colorado, Pittsburgh, see, Houston. I'm a big Def Leppard fan, so I'd like to go oh, see the Def Have you seen them live? No, I have not. I, their, their music not live isn't necessarily bad, but it's the thing – live that gets me is you've been to a con- enough concerts before you've seen the bands that just 
I need the attention. And it's yeah. not authentic. You know, every band goes out there and you'll, you got your stick of like, hey, I'm up here. You paid money to see me. Give me attention, yada, yada. With them, yeah. it's like every song. And there's a certain point where you cross the line of, okay, this is what's expected, and this is annoying. Quit doing it. Yeah. Bon Jovi. There was another band you saw that did it, too. In this moment. Yeah, that that one. And, you know, I... We've all seen enough shows. Everyone does it. But I have, and I, the shows I've seen, I've never seen anyone do it as much as Def Leppard does. Hmm. So. Well, I was going to say, I, I was at Hank Williams Jr. a couple weeks ago, oh, and Riley that Green. Heard, that was bad. With the whole. What? In Des Moines? No, not like not like the show was bad, but the reviews I was reading on that, like the specific summer tour that just is like still going on or just wrapped up, I don't know. Was like he was like on stage. I think this was the South Dakota show. I was reading reviews, and he was like on stage, just like ranting about all these awards and all this stuff, and like, oh, look at me, I'm so cool, I have all this stuff. And it was like half the show. The comments said, and I was like, well, yeah, it sound that sounds about right. I like him. He was really good both times, but yeah, he does like to, you know, beat well, his I'm, chest I mean, a little. In, in Des Moines, he wasn't as bad. Like he he touched on a couple of those things, but I mean, to me. And, like, especially, like, growing up, like, my parents loved all, like, the classic country, like, the the really early country stuff, like, what got it on the map. And so, I mean, and one of his family tradition is, like, our big family song. And I freaking, I was having a heyday with it. I was, hey, <laughs> yeah, ha <laughs> country hay. Hay is for horses. But, no, I thought it was, I thought he was actually really good because a lot of people were saying before I went, they were like, well, be ready because he's going to be just drunk and not, knowing where he's at i mean he definitely was probably a little drunk but i mean he he played pretty good i mean yeah maybe but (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna skip over that (laughs) definitely not though but he was he was having a blast like i mean i thought it was a really fun show so you're huge into country right decently yes you should check out aaron lewis's country stuff okay country artist there is period sorry everyone else stinks compared to aaron lewis i love hold this on. man he's amazing <laughs> hold on full disclosure if you like political rants he yeah. does that uh, to the max it's amazing oh well worth the I ticket go, price <laughs> i want to go see cody johnson just just for the pure fact of how he talks on stage about like america and everything because like i saw on tiktok the other day like he stopped a concert literally said how many like first responders army veterans like everybody that we have there he is so huge on like trying to make that the biggest part of the show and one that's yes it needs to happen but like i mean at the same time it's like he touches on that a lot and it's like all right at what point does that like get too too far on that standard but i mean he does it and he's very fun and entertaining on stage from what i've seen on social media so i mean i would love to go see him as well Aaron Lewis on the tour that I saw him with uh, twice. I went to two dates in May, and the whole entire tour, he's been opening with the Pledge of Allegiance, and that's kind of cool, I think. There you go. Oh, I know I know a couple of his songs, yeah. I Which like ones? Well, I know the, the Country Boy one with the Charlie Daniels band. That's pretty solid. Good choice. Yeah. I know someone as well. That one's really, really good. Yeah. I don't. I don't know a lot of his stuff though. I, I've I've started getting in, and we flipped genres completely, which is hilarious. But 
Um, I've started getting into what's his name, uh, Warren Zander or Warren Zaders. Never for, like, heard country of stuff. He's kind of he's a little bit more of he tries to go with like the kind of more nostalgic country, hmm. but like with a little bit more of a like the the southern rock country is what I should say. The one I found recently <clears throat> is um, Brantley Gilbert. I actually kind of like him. Brantley Gilbert. I've never heard Love of him, him, and he had a song with Jelly Roll, and it's actually really <laughs> good. <laughs> so. Uh, Kip Moore is another good one that I really like. He's he's very like it's, it's a great more that day to be party. alive. I might, have, I might have the artist cross. You're up. you're way wrong. You're way wrong on that one. Kip Moore and the guy that looks like Beavis. No, Butthead. Uh, oh know, God. Um, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. The guy that sings yeah. "Crash My Party" or whatever. And um, God, who is that? Kip Moore. What's his name? He sings um. You're thinking of Travis Tripp for Great Day. There Alive, you go. Oh, uh, well, that's I don't claim to be a country fanatic, so that I'm sorry, Internet. Talking about country. I'm uh, about... Say something. Play something country. I screwed that up, too. Oh, my oh, gosh. I am, on, I am on. Well, I know that, but I screwed up the lyrics. I'm on fire. Other than, well, I was going to. Sorry. What? Go for it. Other than briefly mentioning it on my metal page, I've been thinking about starting a country music forever page. Ooh. Dude, that would be fun. You might get a quicker following with that because country is a whole heck of a lot more mainstream than heavy metal is. But And see, here's the thing, though. You have to either fall on a couple of lines here because you have to either go back through the real country. So, like, back in the early – from, like, I would probably say, like, 80s to 90s and, like – middle yeah. 90s was probably the best part of country yeah we're gonna be then, more focused on like the old stuff but we're also gonna yes. like touch on the new stuff but mo mostly focused on the oldies well and like because charlie pride just passed away like last year and charlie pride has has some really good stuff um willie nelson is still producing music and actually like on one of the work trips that i went on in nebraska for a turkey hunt i met the guy that actually wrote uh the song beer for my horses with toby keith and willie nelson hell yeah dude damn i need to yep. bring you on as an admin for the country page huh I, oh yeah i like talking about country i think it's fun i i and like i said the contemporary country that we have now like there are some artists that can get it and like kind of use the 21st century culture to kind of flip it back and still be country but nothing have a little tops bit of the pop stuff in it fancy yeah. like my friend oh my top gosh. shelf city it'll live on the top shelf for the next 100 years yeah that became a trend and a half but no nah, the country country is kind of like it, it's fallen off the map just a little bit there are guys trying to bring it back like um tyler childs is trying to do it aaron warren zaders is trying to do it aaron lewis <laughs> aaron lewis is doing it i mean luke combs is trying to i feel like a lot of people are walker wheeler baby walker wheeler jr and there you go he's the oh my gosh guy, right that has like a whole bunch of like parody type yeah. songs it's He's got he's it's he's country got the song music like, that'll never be played yeah. on the radio. Uh, yeah, he's got like drop him out. There you go. There you go. <laughs> She's uh, a country music fan. Oh my gosh! I have that so, on every playlist I have because that song every time I hear it is just amusing to listen to. There's a um, I really don't know if I should say this. I think I could probably say it. So hopefully nothing happens on yeah, this. Well. But so the. The songwriter Scotty Emmerich that did "Beer for My Horses" and with Toby Keith, uh, my coworker like 
took me took me over to talk to him once while we were like off for night and like eating dinner and whatever. And he goes, "You got to tell him this the song Conch Sucker." And I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it is okay. hilarious." Well, I don't think he's ever he's talked about trying to release it because he he has never released it. But it's he like started singing it, and it's just freaking hilarious. Oh my gosh, dude! It had me rolling on the floor. I was so. Dying. I'm gonna be honest with you. I looked up conch sucker in Google, and the first thing that comes up is bang bong, bang bong. That's bing two bong! back to back. We're up to nine <laughs> for those keeping track. So we've got a game on this podcast for those that you know are haven't been paying attention. Every time RC's phone goes off, which he runs a fifty-one thousand followed page, so it's a lot. Everybody that hears it has to yell bing bong. We're up to nine. Bing bong. Nine in the first forty minutes. I'll be honest; that's a little lower than I thought. That We're I forty thought. minutes and we barely touched on anything. This is why this show is great. We bring on a metal guest and we wind up talking country music. There we go. But anyway, so I looked up Conch Sucker on. You gotta be careful when you type that into Google. Or you're gonna go down a whole different road. How'd you spell it? I, I'm not spelling anything. We're just we looked up conch <laughs> sucker, and apparently on there is conch shell shaped lollipops from Grand Canyon Foods. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now, <laughs> and uh, it's at my idol pops. Apparently that domain is uh, not a thing, so I don't know what to make of that. But yeah, I pulled it up, and apparently that's a thing. But yeah, that's. Oh, my gosh. Wow. You know what's mad sus? <laughs> when you go what? to an uh, official band page, I don't remember what band this was, but when you go to an official band page and it has the exclamation point at the very top, and it's like, dude. Like, In non-secure website, my friends. <laughs> and I'm like looking at it. I'm like, dude, what, what, what's That's going on? That's not This good. is like an official page, too, and you guys have that. That's not ideal. <laughs> that might be an understatement. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. That was a bad rabbit hole I did not need to click on. Oh, boy. All right. Well, on that note. <laughs> it was an Urban Dictionary thing oh, for some oh, Okay. <laughs> well, we've flirted with getting canceled, so we're gonna we're just going to go ahead and steer off we're of that off. one. We're off. We're uh, 42 minutes so, into a rabbit hole, and we've talked about one of the things we're supposed to. Are you excited to try Metallica's blackened whiskey and a oh, big beer or whatever? Oh, uh, you No, Whoa. I am. I, I am. don't understand. Why is Metallica stuff there when they're not performing? Well, Other than they're a huge Stupid name. question, because I don't know, but does anybody else have booze after their band that's a headliner like Slipknot did last year? Well, no one there that I'm aware of. That's but. why. Well, you don't need to have a metal uh, pair well, there. Well. You could bring in some whole different, like I like different stuff, and just shake it up, and not have to bring in uh, Metallica stuff. Well, you're just spicy because it's Metallica. They're not even performing. What's the point? Oh, I don't know. I'm not the one. You got to call up Danny Wimmer and be like, "What's up, bro?" <laughs> but anyway, bro, just go on Netflix if you need your Metallica fix, because Stranger Things has got you. No. Oh, speaking no. of Stranger Things, Lame. this this segues us to what I'm hoping is the best segment. We haven't even touched on Inkfest. We touched. We got done with Motley Crue. We're doing this all out of order from what we're supposed to, but 
There but. is a gatekeeper community that has been absolutely pissed about this uh, Stranger Things. So Metallica's in it. And there's all these, I don't know, young kids, people that didn't know Metallica was a thing, that are now becoming Metallica fans. And oh, there gosh. is a whole gatekeeping system out there right now that's like, and the best one is, I think it's on um, Reddit. And there's this guy that literally says, sorry, Metallica, for all these fans that are jumping on with Stranger Things. Because, you know, there's, I don't, I haven't watched it, but I've heard they have a I, lot of music. I know in. why. And so they're like, okay. Metallica responds and goes, everybody's welcome to the Metallica family. So. Solid. Why? Why? Why do? You, why does somebody have the need to be like you can't like this band because you watched it in a TV show? Well, I've, and so you the go, like you biggest go. part. The biggest part about it was so in in the final like volume two last episode, like the finale of volume two for this last season. Um, one of the main characters who everybody loved like starts playing master of puppets. And apparently like the guy actually learned how to play master. He goes, if we're going to do this, I want to do it right. So like he learned how to do the guitar riff. So 90% of the guitar riff is like him at the beginning, which is awesome. So like he started doing it. And so they played like just the, the instrumental for master of puppets in that scene. And it was actually really cool on how they did it for not, not releasing enough spoilers as possible for people who haven't seen Stranger Things. I would hope you have. It's been out for friggin' two weeks now. Low-key Stranger Things is a little overrated. Oh! Whoa! The first two seasons, I liked it. And then, yeah, after that, it's just, you know. You know what else Dude, is this... overrated on this great planet for music? Gatekeepers <laughs> and simps. That's what's ruining metal. Gatekeepers and simps. <laughs> it's bad. The only reason female bands get bigger than actually talented all male bands is because they have boobs, and it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> Just because of that, it's bad. Everyone's simping over the female-fronted bands because they're Woo. female. He went, he oh, went Hot Take Avenue, line. here we go. It's bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> let me get this straight. I mean, okay, gatekeepers, I get how that's annoying. But but simps. There's so I'm trying to I'm trying to think of how to even approach this because you know, I think there oh, are, are multiple female bands that are talented. I'm and not I'm gonna saying say that. Hailstorm's one that you don't like, but I agree or disagree on that I think Hailstorm's great. I'm not saying I like female fronted band is like trash. I'm not saying that. I'm saying there's certain ones currently that are getting big just because that they have a female in the band, and I I don't agree with that. So here's a hot tip for those getting bands: get a hot chick, and you're going straight to the top. Basically, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Pulling out all stops today. They have to be the singer too. If it's not the singer, yeah, you're gonna be with the rest of the all male bands that are really good, except get ignored because they don't have female-fronted uh, singers. <laughs> so. Solid. Uh. So thank you, simps and gatekeepers, for ruining music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Poor Dua Lipa's career just got shit on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
<laughs> oh boy. There you go. You heard it here. It's Gatekeepers bad. and simps are ruining. So are we canceled yet? <laughs> well, if we weren't after last episode flirting with getting canceled, and we uh, we're well on the way today. Oh my lord! And on that high note, we're supposed to we're gonna get back to the thing we're supposed to be talking about for the first forty eight <laughs> minutes of this podcast. <laughs> We touched on it earlier, but gets uh, got sidetracked like one does with this show, and we're talking about the 2022 Incarceration Festival runs July 15th through the 17th. It's at the uh, good old Mansfield, Ohio. Passes sold out. It's going to be a good time. And then, you know, talked a little bit about the lineup. Uh, so for the food side of things... I mean, Angry Bird Grill was there last year, if I'm correct on that. Um, you would know better than I than wow. I would. I hardly moved. <laughs> oh, and we're, we're gonna get in. We're gonna get into that coming up too. I Inc. did something this year that I'm not sold on. But anyway, so we're gonna look at this uh, Inc. Eats, as they call it, Avarito Street Cuisine, badass bowls. That could mean a lot of things. Everyone's oh, everyone's favorite overrated noodles are there. I mean, they're good. They're good. Island noodles. It's it's kind of like trying the whiskey of choice. There. It's now something I got to do to say I did it. Having the noodles last year. Granted, we had them on a Sunday when you know you've already done the festival for two days. So maybe or having it earlier on in the uh, festival might help. You're going to love this one. Mac Attack. <laughs> oh, gosh. Jammin' Concessions. Mount Olympus Greek food. Some of this is not on the main. Some of this is VIP, too. I don't know if they have a... They got vegan and vegetarian options. Remember the kind of sus uh, sushi thing they had last year? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. That was VIP, though. I yeah, yeah, it was top nacho have- truck. That's where I'm gonna live all three days. Sushi at a festival where sushi. It's like a I was gonna say you have sushi at a metal festival. What kind of? Well, oh my, it's what? that's backwards. Ninety degrees outside. Yeah, I mean, it's- it has nothing to do with the festival itself. I mean, people it, eat sushi. Yeah. I don't know why. I've never had it. I just can't wrap my mind around eating raw fish. But when it's ninety degrees. Out of the food truck. No offense to food trucks. You know, I'm sure their stuff's good. It's great. It's dandy. But when it's 90 degrees, uh, I don't know about that. Not my cup of tea. Hot box, fried chicken sandwiches and kebabs. Another one. Island noodles. We talked about them. Smash time truck. Oh, Terry's making fun of something over there. Spicy pie pizza. What is so funny say, there, Big Big Jim? There's what is that? Pie Pie Bobby? Wood fired <laughs> pizza? C- pie Bobby? C- no, I'm looking in the menu. See C- C- Poppy? See C- C- Poppy Munano? See C- Poppy Munano? <laughs> okay. Well, now we're officially canceled. Way to go, gang. Wow. Ooh, no, man. it's a TikTok. I know exactly what you're doing. I I, if my phone wasn't <laughs> occupied on a phone call, I could pull up audio for it. 
So I was was scrolling through the good old Facebook, and I'm in a group that's disliked and unpopular metal opinions. And this guy, Gilbert, says, I wish Ted Nugent's two songs, like his two hit songs, were recorded by ZZ Top or Aerosmith so I could listen to them without feeling ashamed of myself. (laughs) (laughs) So other than, like, Cat Scratch Fever, what's his other hit? Oh, wow. What, with Ted Nugent? Yeah, other than Cat Scratch Fever, what else is there that's, like, actually worth listening to? (laughs) can't remember off the top of my head. Well, if we were, we're we're officially on Cancel Avenue, boys. <laughs> no, we not have, Ted Bundy. Have... Yikes! <laughs> that's not the same Bruh. thing. Back, 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 back button, dude. <laughs> that's not the same thing. <laughs> no, it was. I was looking it up. And this it's is going to be Bundy. one of our clips we share on social media. <laughs> not Ted Bundy. It's theory of a damn. No, dude. it's a theory of a dead man song. Oh, There's boy. okay, so uh, his top, so Ted Nugent's like top song is string or er, yeah, Stranglehold, and that's Cat Scratch Fever, Fred Bear, uh, Free for All, and then Stormtrooping. Fred I... Durst. <laughs> what? Good job. <laughs> it's just one of those days. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's you know it's a joke that that's that's meant for RC and the heavy metal community and there you go. Sorry. Gotcha. I couldn't resist myself. Yeah, I've only heard one of those songs. Cat oh, Scratch man. Fever. Outside of that, I know none of those. <laughs> <laughs> so I clicked on the Cat Scratch Fever album, and the second song is priceless. Wang Dang. <laughs> I oh. can't even read it. Yeah, there you go. What? It's like Wang Dang something. <laughs> Wang Dang, it's, brother! Uh, isn't it? It's something it's like that. It's Wang Dang, sweet poot. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I might have heard of that one. That, uh, that is just priceless. Uh, um, working oh hard, boy. playing hard. Sweet, Sa- uh, sweet Sally might be one that everybody knows. Uh, Holy crap. Oh, cancel culture is coming our way. I can feel it. You already know it, dude. Oh, yeah. That's not what we wanted. The close-up of Vince Neil singing is gross. Like, anything. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Yikes. RC is just on fire. Oh, dude, his guitar's sick. What in the hell is going on over there? I can't find the. You made fun of me when I did that, and you're like, oh, "Well, oh, well that's because it was a bumbling funny. idiot." <laughs> <laughs> well, you were being a bumbling idiot. I got an idea, though. Oh, that's way quiet. Oh. All right, yep, it's just one of those days, like RC said. <laughs> we're gonna have to punt on that particular idea. Rip. But invest in speakers, bud. Well, you know, not all of us are rich like you. So <laughs> we got uh, can't even say the name. Rockaburger truck. Shady Grove wraps. Now, something like that, a nice wrap during the day on a, you know, you're eating something at one, two o'clock in the afternoon. That's like the perfect thing. Something oh, yeah. that's not overly heavy. And it'll uh, fill you up. So there you go. I'm pretty excited for November. Um, Drowning Pool got announced for um, the Fort Frenzy stage in Fort Dodge. 
That'll be pretty cool. It's Drowning Pool with Cold Kingdom and uh, someone, uh, Dirty Bills. Never heard of them, but I bet that'd be a cool show to check out. So there you go. And then, of course, Tattoo X, hosted by Queen Bee Tattoo Supply Company. Uh, there's all sorts of tattoo studios that are there. Some judges to, you know. So wait, can you actually go act like get tattoos? That's part of their shtick, yeah. Oh my gosh. It amazes me people were doing it last year. I think it was Saturday was the hottest day of the three. And I don't know, you know. I, and I'm not saying getting a tattoo during this wouldn't be cool because it probably would. But when it's yeah. 95, every person that had a tattoo that. looked miserable as all get out walking around with it after the fact. Well, and so my thinking is, though, you would have to put, like, a limit on just how big your tattoo would have to be. Well, you? Just because, part of it like, is... Because, like, some of that work takes, like, a couple hours. Well, I was going to say, part of it is this is scheduled way, way out of who's getting a tattoo. Oh, so I, get I don't tattoo think, appointments. I don't think you can go there. Like, I don't think I could go there on any of the three days and just show up and be like, okay, I want a tattoo. I think you have to be... Yeah, yeah you can. They have certain... Um, some, okay, some but, of the like, artists the, have top, the top, like group or is it just you take your your pick you take your pick and hope for the best uh when they announced them you can like pick whoever you want but all right well yeah, I, I just I got know. schooled up about that you can never mind you can go there and get tattooed all you want the thing Sweet. that surprised me is the um blood prison thing is actually gonna like be open the haunted part that's like all spooky and shit oh yeah you're sitting on a I chair saw, this I year i saw something on that no, no, not the like tour part. Oh, I like know, the spooky, I know what you're talking about, but I, I remember now you're going to be oh, sitting on a chair this year because that's a good idea. Yeah, like the actual haunted part. <laughs> Dude, the haunted part goes through the basement. That'd be kind of cool. Other than I don't want to deal with the haunted spooky people out over in there. You so like what, I what said like, is... like I said last year. You do you. I ain't going down there. <laughs> it's like a haunted house in the a prison thing. No thanks. Huh. <laughs> it's it's a cool idea, but when they are doing like the open like, you know, like self guided tours, I'd rather have like the basement part open for also like to tour. If it was to tour and there wasn't, you know, whatever the yeah. haunted house, that's one thing. But I don't know. I I've probably said it on this show, but I'm just not into that sort of thing. I mean, I know people are, and you know, there's a whole. Uh, faction of people that that's their thing and more power to you but for me personally that's uh negatory my issue with that is if like if if i were to like you know have someone like jump scare me then if i punch you in the face then i better not get sued for that because you like asked yeah. for it well i think that's part of their thing because i bing bong we've reached 10 bing bong i don't think we've missed one i don't think we've missed no one. but anyway I've known a couple people that did haunted houses, and that's part of the risk you run. I mean, I think most of them, you know, the jump flinch where it's not, you're not like winding back and just throwing throwing a real it, punch it, at it's them. Like They've the, been hit It's like before. the quick jab that it's like you're so yeah. scared that you're like, holy crap, and you just yeah. swing, swing an arm forward. You yeah, know? you're not going <laughs> to... I see RC smirking at me. He's going to walk in there He's with... He's going to wind back and boom! Boom! <laughs> RC's going to be... Wind back. <laughs> RC's going to be walking through there. His fist is already just going to be cranking like his you want one? arm circles. <laughs> he's going to turn like, into right. oh, no. He's going to turn into the green bastard no. from the uh 
Trailer Park Boys that Bubbles is. He's going to wind back. You want one? I'm going to be like the guy from the Whitechapel show and just wander through there, just crowd killing all the actors. It's going to be great with the windmill arms and windmill I kicks I think my favorite from Friday was when they were kicking. Like they'd run into the crowd and they were kicking before yeah, they even yeah, got in there. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Oh crowd Stay killers that. are the worst. You can add that to the uh, simps and gatekeepers. Crowd simps, killers are on the list. Gatekeepers. Of what's ruining and music? Crowd killers. There you go. There's I mean, another one. And this is me as a person just analyzing and watching a mosh pit. But it is interesting. There's there's certain there's two things that got me. You know, the first one is you're running around a circle. You're someone tumbles immediately five people are there picking them up. And oh, I mean, yeah. that to me, it, it impresses me. And then the other thing is, it's like Red Rover. And I know somewhere, if someone hears this, they're going to be insulted by it. But so you have your outside ring of people that are, you know, they're holding together. They're trying to be a wall to keep these people in. And yeah. you have the people inside that are trying to run through this wall at different points. It's interesting to watch. You know, that, like I said, that's the closest I've been to one, and you know, I'm not the type that's going to go into one because, yeah, you know, more power say the, to you. The closest I've been to one is my buddy from Vegas, who was my roommate back in college, and he's been to a lot of raves. And oh yeah, boy! According to him, their mosh pits go freaking nuts because he will just like he said he's come out with like bruises, almost like he had one of his buddies come out with busted ribs. Like that gets intense. so they sound it's like, like a mosh pit, except instead of help, instead of helping you up when you get knocked down, the, it's, that group sounds like they just go right over the top of you. Oh no! Like he'll like he he even said like if you get knocked on your ass, like they'll come back and like they'll they'll pick you up and then they just shove you right back in. So like you're you're constantly going, and so you're bouncing off bodies and whatever. And if you get slammed on the ground, you're going. Yeah. And he he tried to. There was one night where we were like all sitting in the uh, in the lounge in our suite back in college, and he was like trying to get us up on on uh, like his EDM music and whatever. And so we were like, "All right, fine." So we like start getting up, and then all of a sudden he just got in a mosh pit mode, and we're like, "Okay, we're running." <laughs> I was like, "I'm not getting <laughs> slammed into a damn wall." We had a family friend who went to um, one of the same Slipknot shows that we did, and this guy lost his glasses. And he wore brand new shoes to the show. And Marilyn Manson had this like powder blue shit stuff that he was like throwing into the crowd. And his brand new shoes had the whole like entire packet of blue powder shit all over him. Oh, man. Mosh pitting is not for everybody. Or moshing, nope. I guess, not mosh pitting. Again, sorry, Internet. <laughs> Why would you wear new brand new shoes to a any concert it doesn't even matter what genre why would you wear new shoes to a concert well you That's know to impress the dumb. ladies with your amazing uh, chuck taylors there you go are you gonna bring them on the i trip? am bringing gray slate gray chuck taylors on the trip i was gonna bring the red ones but i only remembered to grab the black ones i like how you were gonna try to buy the purple ones for 22 dollars yesterday dude those ones were sick the guy no was wearing... one's selling you chuck taylors for 22 dollars dad you never know. Maybe <laughs> they need the money. Them, just tell them it's booze money. Here's 22 bucks. I'll let you use my <laughs> Shrek orange slides. They're yours. I'm going to trade you my slides for these awesome shoes plus $22. What a great trade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's 
They're green. They're not orange. They look pretty no, cool. No, they're they're Shrek green, Dad. You said Shrek orange. When Whatever, you, had your stroke, you know. Dad. <laughs> well, I, well, wait, hold on here. Yeah, I I was sitting there and I was like, he, somebody got to correct this man because Shrek <laughs> is not orange, bro. I didn't hear orange. I don't know why I thought orange. They're they're. You know, whatever. Go it's back, fine. listen to the tape. It's Shrek orange. <sighs> well, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back and cut it out, and then there it never go. happened. I'm going to edit my first, the for the first time on this show, I'm going to edit it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Jinx. I'm kidding. Bing bong. Oh. There was no bing bong. Oh, you're I gone. know. You're I gone. wanted to say it. You're I'm gone. sorry. You lost. You lost. That's a tough one. You hate to see it. So are you going to open this or just look at it? Oh, we're doing a Pokemon <laughs> pack? You have it sitting here, Dad. Open oh, okay. it. We're doing a well, Pokemon pack? Oh, man, I got to get my second one up. If, is, are we doing that? Is that too. what we're doing now? You got I, two I you guess, need to open. Well, we're not opening two. Open we do it. one, per, one per episode. Open it. Don't be a baby. I didn't, open it. <laughs> okay. You can stop bullying me on the podcast there, buddy. There you go. So last time, for those that are Radiant oh, boy. Greninja was pulled. Who? So now Radiant Greninja. Let me Let me see. It's pretty nice. I gotta, I gotta get my camera yeah. to go to I was 1080 because the 4K was not doing it. Yeah, we didn't get that one through. So we're gonna have our oh, Bing Bong. There you go, Bing Bong. Number there eleven. So RC is gonna have to record me as uh, he'll. I'll go first while you get your setup going here. I got, I got my setup ready to go, but you go first and then so, I'll flip mine. I'll have to resend my other one because, good lord, <laughs> it did not go well. So here we go. We've got Sword and Shield, Brilliant Stars. That's our pack we're dealing with. We got a super sweet, it's a Pokemon coin, but I'm going to call it a Pokemon coaster. It works better. There you go. We got an EV card, a Pokemon coaster. For those that are watching the video, I got to get my pop off of it, but that's what the the coin looks like. Backside, put that baby down like that and sort of pop on top of it. Takes a little precision work, but hey. It's worth it once you got it. So there you go. All right, now I'm going to have to put this mic down. And I'm <laughs> going to try to – I couldn't open these last time either with one hand. It was tough. So I'm going to just kind of generally put the mic. That mic stand's not very good. And I'm gonna now I'm going to embarrass myself by not being able to open it, period. So, all right, here we go. Shredded the package like an absolute animal. Like a boss. <laughs> like a boss. So, God, it's kicking my butt. We got a super sweet Pikachu coin. Real great. We're going to see that on the camera. And then for those that follow that are into this thing, we got our Pokemon code. See if my shaky self can get it. And then we got this sweet promo Eevee card. We've got this pack right there. Again, you know, pardon the shakes. If you're wa if you're watching the video and this is shaky, pardon the shakes. Now we're we're getting some ASMR going. Oh no, 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 no. I know everybody listening loves that. Ugh. So we've got code card. Number two, again, for those that are into that sort of thing, my shakiness probably makes that difficult to see. And here we go. Listen to all these amazing mispronunciations. 
Ace Rolla's <laughs> premonition. Uh, bless RC for putting up with this. Morgrim. <laughs> Morgrim, which is a... It's got to be a new Pokemon. I've never seen this one before. It's a 90 HP. It's a darkness type. There you go. Uh, friends in Galar. And that all it says on this trainer card, it's a supporter too, is draw three cards. Those are surprisingly useful, those type of cards. Uh, we got a Cherubi. Uh, the, uh, let's see, the Cherry Pokemon. Number 420, fun fact. For 40 Dang. HP. <laughs> Pokemon 420. That's pretty good. <laughs> Swak. <laughs> Swak. I think that's how you pronounce that. Sweep the leg is his only attack or her only attack. 90 HP. RC doing wonderful work behind the camera. Man, I hope we get a good one today. Execute or egg, ex egg cute. Yeah, that's okay. I don't know why I said that weird the first time. Execute, seed bomb, 50 HP. We got a good old-fashioned Grimer, a darkness Grimer, interestingly enough, not psychic. There you go. For 80. A Clefairy Psychic for 60. Oh, boys. We got one. I, I can see it. We got one in this. We got two, but this first one, and we're just going to put this one to the back. We got one. What do we got? Lightning Energy. Oh, yeah. A, I believe this is a reverse hollow. Torterra. Ooh, Torterras. <clears throat> and we have our first real pull. Grand Bull V. Full art. 210 HP. Check that baby out. You're going to want to go to yeah. the TikTok. Um, we do have the Radiant Greninja. I'm going to be sharing that video from last time because the lighting for how I did it last time stunk. There you go. The wind of the fan I can see is moving the card. So I'm going to set it down. <laughs> RC can take a look at that. We have our first pull. Real pull. Hell and we yes. can, you know, We can... Set the Greninja up there, too, from last time. We can look at that one, but how about that? Grand Bull V. We've done it. We pulled something on this show. Here Woo. we go. So you got a lot. You got you to gotta really do something to top that pull, buddy. I was going to say, so we got the camera rolling now. We'll resend the video to JC later this week, or probably end up being tonight. But So the biggest cards that we got was a Hip Out on and a Leafy on from last week. So... Showed those up there. Now we got another Astral Radiance pack. It's got Typhlozone on the front. All right. We're going to open this bad boy up. Make sure we don't get anything else in the package. We do we not. We should do a giveaway with that. Ah, that's a good idea. Ooh, Pokemon card giveaway. Now Nick's got to pull something. Yeah. If Nick can open the damn package. His apartment is hot as hell, so his <laughs> son of a... Do not get RC started on that. <laughs> Do not. All right, hold on. I got to figure this out. Oh, we're running into technical difficulties, but Damn, had one too many hold beers. Hold on, I got to huh? go get a I got to go get a knife. This is oh, some BS. My oh my god. Terry's a little Wow. Terry's a little buzz. Terry can't, dude. I can't get this. <laughs> this pack is hard. All Man, right. That is one sick-looking card. 
his attacks right. for Grand Bull V. Why he go get he goes and gets a knife or whatever he's doing. Two energies for Chomp. Thirty plus ten for each damage counter on Grand Bull. So that could be a big one. How about this one? Two psychics and a third energy of any variety. Bull dash for one ninety. It does thirty to itself. It's got a weakness to metal times two. The V rule, for those that aren't familiar, if this is the Pokemon that's knocked out, it's like EX. Uh, there was V. There's a, there's other ones that are once Mega is that same rule. If you knock it out, yeah. you get two energy cards. But this is sweet because this Grand Bull is a basic. So if you're building a deck or, you know, are an avid collector, this is top shelf. Probably not the, you know, top, top shelf, but, hey, it's a solid All pull. Right. We got the pack open. There is the code. Hallelujah, it happened. See it. So we got the code up. First one, we got Grant. He's a trainer. We got Grant. Good Lord. Go for Grant. <laughs> He's psyched about a trainer. That boy. <laughs> All right, so we got Combi, 50 HP. That's card number one. Starting off real hot there, boys. Shit. <clears throat> uh, oh, we got Pseudo Wudo. 110 HP, fighting Pseudo type. That's a good pull right there. Not bad, at least. <laughs> uh, ability is Vamoose. Able to run away. And then got double edge on that second one. Uh, we got Corilla, or Corilla, of all former Ralts. We got 90 HP on that. Man, Nick does not get good cards. We got another <laughs> trainer. <laughs> we got Roxanne. <laughs> Black Bear wrote a song. There you go. Um, we got a fire energy. Man, we this poll is freaking horrible. Oh, we got Shaman. Oh, Shaman. Nice. Shaman. You know what's funny about that Pokemon in the card series is, you know, I remember back, I don't know, somewhere between probably 2006 to 2010, pulling a Shaman was a huge deal. They used to be 100 yeah. plus hit points. Shaman in the card game has weakened. You know, oh, so I, I was a huge collector till I don't know, 2015, 2016, somewhere in there. Then I dropped off and I came back in the last couple of years. And, you know, now we got this segment on the show, which is cool. Shaman yeah. has just bing bong, bing bong! number 12. Um, Shaman has really gotten the Taking short end of the stick when it comes to HP now. So every yeah, time sip. I see 70, I remember the heyday when that was, a, there was a Shaman EX. Or no, I think it was a sh well. I think there was two. There was the Shaman EX and then Shaman Level X. Yeah. And they're that same type of you know if you kill them, knock them out, whatever you want to say, you get two cards. But that's something that's interesting uh, with Shaman in the card game now. All right, so I got four cards left. Hopefully we get a pull on Ooh, one here. Here we go. Uh, we got a we got a Nickit, which is like a little fox, dark type Pokemon. 60 HP, rear kick for 10 on the attack points. Wow, that really, really gets him. Yeah, I know. Man, good Lord, getting after it. Oh, we did pull Ralts, 70 HP right there. We got the Ralts pulled. So we got two evolution, or we at least got part of an evolutionary form on that one. We got a Drifloon with 60 HP, triple spin 10 times on that one. And then the last card, oh, we're hoping for a big in here. Here we go. Oh, man. We got a decent pull here, baby. We got a Gardevoir, level 144 on the HP, and this card looks shiny and new. We got uh, Shining Arc 
or Arcana, I believe. Once during your turn, you may look at the top two cards of your deck, and then you can attach a basic energy to them. That's pretty good. And then Brainwave, 60-plus on the HP. But look at that card. That card's pretty nice. We got a little I want you to send to me shiny. a picture of that card. I, the Gardevoir? I, yeah, whatever you just pulled, because... I'm 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 having a hard time seeing what I mean I know what a guard Gardevoir is. But it's, I, uh, I'm super it's the final intrigued to see. It's the final form of Ralts. Yeah, I know that, but I'm I just am curious to see the card. Dude, it's not it's a nice looking card. It's got some reflection on it, but that's the best card Nick has pulled so far. So there but, you go. JC's got a picture, but that Gardevoir looking real nice. So far the biggest pull we've gotten. So we're gonna we're gonna review that. I'm I I have a hard time thinking that that's a better pull than what I did. It's it's definitely not a better pull than you, but it's a because good pull for me at least. Last time we draw, we we were we were at a draw because both of us pulled a radiant something. Yeah. So we've got we in the covert show chat here. Oh, it's a full art. Yeah. Oh, that is cool. That is pretty nice. She's dead. Yeah, unfortunately, while that is not cool, as good. and I am. I will say this. I collect, you know, have for a while. Full arts are top shelf. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, a trainer in the background, that's cool. Now I'm going to send you mine so you know I'm not, not fibbing you here. Ooh, that's lighting's terrible. Thumper McGee's back again. <laughs> I was gonna say full full disclosure. Camera has stopped on the polls, so we got we got the poll. We'll get that sent over to JC when the episode stops. Hopefully, it won't take as long because it's in 1080, not 4K. So RC, I think, uh, on an investigative look of something going on outside. All right, we we oh. gotta take a picture here. My gotta get some lighting. On this thing. Oh, oh RC's. I wish this would just work. My phone lighting in here is terrible. Wow, that's so cool. Wonderful. <laughs> RC, RC loaded with sarcasm today. Very artistic. <laughs> so wonderful. What a great looking guard you have there, champ. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's worth a million dollars from my father. Okay. That picture doesn't do it justice because my camera and the lighting in here stink, but you get the All idea. Right. Let me, so, let me pull this up So, on here. the uh, record book, because that's a thing I just thought we could do, I'm leading one to one to zero in uh, polls. Or, in yeah, polls, polls, yeah. Because last time, so technically it's 1-0 oh, and 1, because the first one was a tie. But, oh, Grand Ooh. Bowl V. You love to see it. That is a pretty nice card. I like that card. So, now that we've jumped in with uh, this, is there anything, RC, you want to add on the ink or Motley Crue discussion before we uh, talk about our uh, final thing here on the uh, the old show. Happy Joe's was clapping last night. Straight fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good news. Uh, for those that aren't aware, Happy Joe's is in eastern Iowa slash southeastern Iowa slash Illinois, I think. I think in Minnesota, too. Like I guess there's one in Minnesota. I didn't know that, but. Yeah, it's a it's a pizza place and ice cream, pizza and, and ice cream. And they have really good ice cream. And they have an arcade if you've got little kids. I don't, but you know, that's the thing. Yeah, thing you have, then there you go. You can get tickets, win great prizes. Everybody has a good time. You spend more money on tickets and to get the tickets than the prizes are worth. You know, the usual. The usual. So there you go. 
And with that, give credit to Nick for what I'm about to say because if it was up, and you know, we'll, we'll throw it back to RC and his great idea of getting a Facebook page for this wonderful podcast. Nick convinced me. We talked about it last time and to get an Instagram page. Hell I, yeah. I don't want one. <laughs> I didn't want a Facebook page either, but so we have both of those. And uh, so, yeah, check us out on Instagram. It's uh, The Covert Show. We're able to keep all of our branding the same. So they're all at The Covert Show or some slight variation of that. But, yeah, we'll be posting the old poll. We'll got videos of uh, both Nick and I doing our Pokemon uh, here in the second go-around, which for mine, video-wise, was a whole heck of a lot better probably than the first one. The lighting in the uh, room is not good, but... So, there you go. Bing Bong counters at 12 for those keeping 12. score. And does anybody else have anything to talk about before we wrap this thing up? And uh, we're through episode 28. I was going to say, we're recording another episode for No Place Like Home on tomorrow. Finally getting back into it. We'll have some episodes coming back up within the weeks coming. So, so talk to us about what you guys are talking about. You know, we, you and I have talked about it before. But it is interesting to me, you know, that what are you got coming down the tube here in these next few uh, episodes for No Place Like Omaha? So we'll definitely be kind of hitting on the draft a little bit since that's going to be coming up um, and just talk about picks and everything like that. Um, especially we'll try to reach on. Um, I want to at least try to reach on like last year's drafts where some of the guys are at, um, whether or not they've moved up in the league or whether they've stayed kind of in uh, AAA as well from last year's big draft picks. Um, and then we're going to try to get some interviews on. Uh, one of my buddies is trying to talk to an Oklahoma softball player who won the national title this last year. Um, she's from Nebraska, kind of around the area, so he wants to talk to her. Uh, we got potential interviews coming up with a former Arkansas guy that we want to try to get on. Um, it was on the 2016 semi or national titles uh, second place team that was there. We've got a couple of other guys that we can interview. So. And potentially, this is still in the rumor books right now. Our producers have to kind of get us along with that as well. But we're looking to interview the third baseman from the national title winning Old Miss Rebels um, in Grant Wood. So, Ooh, there you go. Hell yeah. You guys got a lot of the exciting stuff going on with the. Uh, yes, sir. Even with the off season and all that. Is, uh, so, where can they check you out for that podcast? And, you know, I'm sure you've got all sorts of good social media content as well. We do. So you can check us out on YouTube. Just search No Place Like Omaha. We got a channel there with all of our uploads. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search up No Place Like Omaha as well. For Twitter, you can go to the uh, Omaha Pod, No Place Like Omaha. It'll be there. Our new logo is up. And then the No Place Like Omaha at Omaha Pod is the same for TikTok as well. So we got a Twitter and a TikTok at Omaha Pod. And then just search up YouTube, No Place Like Omaha, or Omaha as well. So there you go. So there you go. That's Nick's side of things. RC, thank you for joining us. And now tell us about your stuff. We talked about your Facebook page. I mean, boy, how impressive. Again, we're going to highlight those numbers because they're numbers that, you know, you don't see all that often. Again, likes, as of this recording, 43,684. Follows, 51,697. Talk us through where you're at. And what you want to shout out as well. Um, the main account is just Heavy Metal Forever, and yeah, hope you like it. It's a pretty cool page. He's Gonna also have a whole bunch of new videos coming out 
There you go. Coming soon from Inc. and and Vince Meal and the gang. <laughs> so we're gonna have a whole Vince bunch of, have a whole bunch of cool videos coming. You can also check him out on Instagram. I bring that up only because he has an Instagram that he doesn't like. Now I have an Instagram that I'm not a huge fan of. So <laughs> well, I'm joining the gang on that one. But for the Covert Show, we need to get a link tree for this thing because now there's a whole list of things. They're all the same. The Covert Show for TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I feel like I'm missing one. What am I missing? That might be it. I think we might have dropped Nick in the process there. Nope. But Nick's so still TikTok, here. Just Twitter, stuff. Facebook. That's those four. Plus we. Well, you can find the the show itself on Spotify and Podbean. Uh, again, at the Covert Show on Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, and now Instagram. We're a four four social media platform thing now. So go team. Uh, the covert show at gmail.com if you want to email us uh, whether you want to be a guest or whether you got somebody that you think would be a good guest but like i said we're also uh starting to work on a youtube thing but we'll uh push that down the road for another day and with that for nick and rc i'm jc saying so long you've listened to podcast episode number 28 of the covert show